Good morning, everyone. This is Jeff with CyberPro Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's five questions in about eight minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's jump in. Question number one, Jason, good morning. In a few sentences, please tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah, my name is Jason Ford. I work for Steel Patriot Partners and I am the CEO and I focus on information security and IT outsourcing for public cloud, security operations and compliance for small and medium-sized businesses. Wonderful. What would you say is the best or most compelling thing about being a CEO, CISO of your own company during, let's be honest, crazy times? Yeah, it's certainly been crazy. Um, the best part about it is meeting people who are in the same boat or in the same situation as a lot of other people are. And they're just trying to figure out how to get through either the deluge of business they're getting because that's what their industry does, or they're trying to figure out how to get new business because their their industry is, you know, quite honestly, impacted heavily by what we're going through. Yeah. Uh, and, and on that, that leads right into question number three. We've been hearing from lots of uh, cybersecurity and as well as general IT experts that uh, because of the situation that we find ourselves in today, that cybersecurity, which has always been a, 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 a large concern, is really becoming top of mind these days. Uh, what does that mean to you? Yeah, well, there's certainly a lot of people talking about information security and cybersecurity, uh, mainly because of remote work was forced upon our society. Uh, there's a lot of people that are not uh, buying into it because until they really become a victim themselves or, you know, regulation or compliances force them to do it, uh, they, they consider it to be an insurance. And quite honestly, that is the wrong approach. And that's the thing that we're trying to advocate for is that you should be proactive instead of reactive to those type of situations so that you're not worried about becoming the next, you know, headline in whatever online news site you, you read. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate a little bit and go off the reservation. I've also heard from quite a number of veteran security experts like yourself that uh, part of the challenge these days is not, as you sort of said, being an afterthought of the business itself, but being an integral C-suite position uh, because it is so encompassing for the business as a whole. Uh, how would you react to that? It absolutely is. It has to be a top-down mentality from you know the board level, especially the board level, if that if that exists for your entity, all the way down through the C levels. Because if it's not an initiative that you're pushing forward as a cultural change or a cultural value that you're that you have with your entity, there's no way that anyone on the front lines is going to take it seriously, or anyone in the middle management tier will take it seriously. So, if you don't make it a priority, then it's not going to become one. And that's where usually we see us getting inserted is because those, those companies become victims themselves. Yeah. Great choice of words. I love that a culture It has to be part of the center part of the culture. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Question number four, what insights about finding the right balance between digital transformation and information security would you care to share with our community? You know, digital transformation has been going on for a long time. That marketing term has been used for a while. However, you know, it, it truly does encompass what businesses are going through. Uh, it doesn't matter what vertical you're in. Uh, obviously, some verticals are more impacted over the last 12 months than others. 
And yes, it's been 12 months since, you know, this cultural shift has changed, believe it or not. Um, and that, that's really where I think the rubber hits the road with some entities where some are more impacted than others. And in, in the finance space, for instance, you know, you look at banking, you look at wealth advisors, you look at insurance and how they're impacted by this is greatly different than, you know, someone who's already moved into the cloud, for instance, fintech in the, in the particular, you know, finance industry, you know, they're, they're much more, you know, open arms to technology and we're ready for this. Whereas, you know, like an investment advisor, for instance, was used to doing things, everything face-to-face and that all disappeared uh, because, you know, the very market that they're serving was most vulnerable to a pandemic, you know, older, you know, an older demographic. And I think that's really important to think about what doesn't matter what vertical you're in is as you go through changing your model from doing things in person or thinking about how technology can impact your process, it's really important to think about information security in there too and have them be a married couple instead of something that are two different things. And that's really at the end of the day, what you have to think about as you implement either cloud architectures or you're putting in a new SaaS offering or you're changing how you're interacting with your client base. What are you doing with that data? How's that data being shared? Where's it going? Because at the end of the day, you're the one responsible for it, not the people you're engaging as a vendor. Yeah, well put. That there's, there's a lot of information. Glad there are folks out there like yourself that uh, have been around for quite some time and can see the the whole thing holistically as it changes. So that's wonderful. Uh, my last question is kind of a fun question. Uh, we always finish with this, and hopefully everybody gets a smile from it. What is your favorite piece of retro technology, Jason? That Get your smile. You know, you probably haven't had this one yet, um, but watches. So if we think about from the perspective of a watch invented in the mid 1800s, you know, it took how many years to come up with wearable technology and how that has evolved and changed. At the end of the day, functional is, has been the same. The function is to tell time, right? And that is the biggest piece of retro tech. You think about how much engineering goes into it, how much time, invention, and then, you know, disruption, again, you know, coming from, from everything we're seeing, it got disrupted and then wearable tech came about. And how many people do you see wearing manual watches anymore? It's, uh-huh. you know, few and far between. Brilliant. Brilliant. Love it. Uh, if people are interested in learning a little bit more about you, uh, your company, your products and services, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, two ways. Uh, you can go to our website, uh, steelpatriotpartners.com. And if you want to contact me directly, you can email me at jford at stillpatriotpartners.com. Excellent. I guess I'll have to find some time for that. (laughs) Or look at your smartphone because that was also disrupted to that as well. (laughs) Well, thank you again for your time this morning, Jason. Uh, For those of you who watch our, our podcast consistently, you know that CyberPro puts up three to four podcasts a week consistently about varying topics with industry veterans like Jason. Um, so be sure to come back, check out more of our insights and shows at the Cyber Pro Podcast. Again, my name is Jeff. Thank you and have a good day. <laughs>